Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Uh, I'm everybody's hero when they have an emergency. I, I, I have a baby, I'm freezing. Can you please come and help me? You got my housework and you got my heat work and that no one else wanted Three to come out before do. Christmas or Three five days, days before Christmas. Christmas. Right, and then but, a year but, later. Okay, so I, I know you're angry. These are the plaintiffs, William and Mary Ann Lehman. William says they had a gas leak in their house and the defendant, a plumber, took terrible advantage of them and ripped them off. He was grossly overcharged. The defendant's a con man and a scammer. And they're here in the name of justice, seeking a refund of the $1,880 they were overcharged. This is the defendant, Brian. He says he was called out in an emergency situation to fix a gas leak on his off hours and explained his rates in detail to the plaintiffs. Since they were desperate to get the heat fixed in the middle of the winter, they agreed and the work was completed. Now, a year later, they're complaining and suing him? What a country. He's accused of being a real pain in the gas. All parties, please raise your right hands. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. Be seated, come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn in honor. Thank you, Douglas. William and Marianne Lehman? Yes. Yes. Okay. You're suing Brian. Uh, you've asked us not to mention your company name or your last name for $1,880 that you say he should pay you back because you overpaid him for a service. Tell me what happened. So on December 18th, 2014, I came home from work and we smelled gas in the house. Oh. We placed a call to the gas company and they came out and they confirmed that we did have a gas leak. That's all they do? They don't fix it? They don't fix it. Well, they will turn it off, yes. But in the interim, they said to turn the, the heat up because we had a one-month-old and a two-year-old at home. We had 10 minutes to, to heat the heat house. Heat up as much as, as you much could. He before he shut it down for but the night. Isn't that dangerous? Did he seem like he knew what he was doing? He did. Yes, that he did. That would scare me. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so um, I made opened up the phone book because I didn't know any plumbers. I started making calls, and I actually contacted one plumber that said he couldn't do it, but he could refer another licensed plumber. Um, at that point, he said, I can give you a name and a number, 
and he had given me Brian's, but he said, I'll also call Brian and give him your name and number. Okay. So Did you call anybody besides that one person? I called about 10 different people. Right. And, and nobody was available because it was December 18th. Mm -hmm. And it was, they had a lot of calls. And a lot of snow. Yes. Were you, were you, where are you from? Massachusetts. Boston. Yeah. Yes. Just south of Boston. Yeah. All right. So go ahead. So, um, as I said, the, we reached out. Um, and Brian actually called and said, can you send a text message with your name and address and I'll come the next morning at 7 a.m. Okay. So I stopped calling anyone else because we had a, a license. Willing plumber. body. Okay, willing so body, he comes yes. at 7 a.m. And, what, and what's, uh, so, what, what is the problem when you get there at 7 a.m.? Well, i just like to point out, I'm everybody's hero when they have emergency. I, I, I have a baby, I'm freezing. Can you please come and help me? You know, you got my housework and you got my heat work and that no one else wanted three to come out before and do. Christmas or three five days, days before, before Christmas, Christmas. Right, and then but, a year but, later. Okay, so I, I know you're angry, but yeah. <laughs> so what did you find when you got there? There were several gas leaks in the home, which I addressed and I fixed. So, and how is it, you have a detector? Soap and bubbles. <laughs> It's a pressure right. thing. When right. you, the best way to find a leak is with soap and bubbles. It's like a tire. It blows right. a big bubble, just like a tire. Right. So we went there. We had to assess the problem, find the leaks, charge them 500 for a permit, which the paperwork was never filed, but the inspector did come out. Once the gas company... Come, wait, wait, hold, okay, so the paperwork to get a permit was never filed. No. Nope. What's the point of the paperwork to get a permit? It, usually the inspector won't come out if you don't file. Okay. However, this was an emergency. So he came out after his normal hours. Okay. And he actually looked at the job. The gas company. And you need him to come out yes. because if you don't, what happens? The gas company will not turn the turn gas it back, back on. on. Okay. So, and what, do and you know the, the inspector? How'd you get the inspector I out? I called him in his office. I told him we we're going to be working late there. We have to cut the pipe, rethread okay. the pipe. Right. And put in fittings to reattach everything. Okay. All right. So did you and he ever discuss price? For an emergency like this, I can't give you a price because I don't know how much is wrong. So I don't understand. So were you guys authorizing the work and you were so happy to have it and it's an emergency, so you didn't even ask for a price? At the time, we were, it was like you said, we were in dire need to get the heat on because we had but a one so, month But how does this, I mean, how long does it take to say, so how much you think this is going to cost me? Nobody said that? Well, the original person that we, my husband spoke to said, I can't do it, but it sounds like it would cost about $1,000 to yeah, but fix. but that's another guy. That's another the guy person, who I can't help but notice didn't leave his I warm, know. toasty home. Yeah. All right, so you go out there, referral. and how long does the job take? We were there most of the day. Who's we? You, you were with that he, gentleman? He's another plumber that can attest to what we charge in the Boston area. I brought him just in case. Come on up and tell me how much you charge in the Boston area. <laughs> <laughs> Boston area, it's not, on this case, it's primarily about being an emergency call on the weekend, give it up to time. Let's say it wasn't an emergency. Uh, ranging anywhere from $300 an hour for a plumber and apprentice Three? could go up to a, as much as $300 $300 an hour? Yes. Oh man, we are in the wrong business, dude. Oh, yeah. um, I don't know if that's accurate or not, but here's what I do know. When you needed him, he went out there, he fixed your problem, yes. You price, money was no object until it was eight months later and you filed a lawsuit. What happened in the interim? When he said to you, it'll be $3,200, and then he points out to you, yeah, but I already paid you $500. And he had the opportunity to not write me the check that night. So if he had a problem what with would it, price, Did you expect him to haggle with you? No, I, I, any, any place you, you don't go to Best Buy and haggle over a TV. You don't go to- No, you don't you go know, to Best Buy and haggle over a TV. Right. I do. Uh, most people, you don't go to- <laughs> I go to Best Buy, I take my 
repo and I find out the cheapest I can get it on Amazon and I make them but make them match the price. what it is. People want their plum and they want it now. People yeah, I understand, think, I understand you know, all that. But when you said to him it'll be X, how yeah. did you base the X? How did you come at, to your At the figure? end of the day, I take the materials I spent, right. my time waiting for the inspector, right. my time driving around for his okay, job. Okay, do you, you have know? your breakdown? Because he asked you for that numerous times. He says you never He never asked me for that. The only thing he asked for no, was the No, he's permit. asked you for that since then, numerous times. He hasn't. I haven't received any I have the text where he's asking you for it and you well, say, I'll drop it off if you don't get it in the mail. My email's not working. It was blah, sent blah, to blah. Am I thinking of another case or is that this one? It was sent to his house. It was sent to his house. So don't say he never asked you for it. it. I'm talking a year. It's a year ago. Yeah, I've no, had a thousand yeah, I'm not talking about last stuff. week. My question to you is, can I see it? I don't have it. No. That's because you never wrote one and you never sent one to him. You never got one, did you? No. Yeah, see, but here's the thing, okay? Why do you get to charge whatever you want to charge? Free market economy. Tell me if about it. If you agree, if I come to your home and you call me out, that's, that's, that's a verbal contract agreeing to pay me. And then at the end of the day, when I looked him in the face and said, you owe me X amount of dollars, he wrote the check out. He could have questioned me. When that. did he get upset? About a month later, because I didn't send him the invoice. This is all over an invoice. Right, but what, well, then why don't you just send him the invoice and I wouldn't be here? You're, you're, you're yeah. telling me that we have to meet because you never bothered in bottom eight months line. to write an yeah, invoice? Bottom line. Are you serious? How can you be that lazy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm doing 20 service calls a day. You know, I get home, I don't want to. I know, but computer. it took you longer to come here. It really did. <laughs> I know it's an honor and a privilege, but seriously, it took you, you a, you. a lot on. longer to come here than to just write the. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I actually Let did. Me, I, I kind of like the way, you, the way you said it in your answer to the complaint. When you were talking about a free market economy, what was it you said? If I want to charge a million dollars and you agree to it, you agree okay. to it. I'm Why sorry. Why is that wrong? I mean, when he, when he submitted the bill, you didn't say boo. You were so grateful. You thought I, it was well I worth actually, it. You wrote a check. Why didn't you say, what are you talking about? Your friend who referred me said it would be about a grand. None of that came out of your mouth. Why? Welcome back to the People's Court, Harvey Levin here. So, do plumbers typically overcharge people? They do. Because? Because uh, that's how they get paid. Well, no, 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 you can get paid by not overcharging. Do they typically overcharge? Yes. Why? Because they want more money. Well, everybody wants more money. <laughs> Give me a reason, why would they typically, why would a plumber, yeah. Because people aren't aware of what they actually do, so people are naive to actually the things that plumbers do, so. And sometimes a little desperate because they got leaks and whatnot. Right. Exactly. Right? Okay, going inside the courtroom. When he said it was $3,200, I need another check for $3,200. I said that seems like it's a bit much. I already gave you a check for 500 He started to get agitated. I had a one month in my hand while I was writing the check because my wife was out. Baby again. I'm going to hit the well, baby. You never, hit you? you never know because I don't know this guy. At that point, I wanted him but to that point go was out eight, of the house. Nine, ten months ago. Yeah. So, so what made you I, sue now? Well, after the fact, we had went and we went to town hall and we realized that the check for $500 that I gave him to go to town hall and pull the permit never happened. The initial check is a deposit to start the job. Permits, materials, my time to initially get here. That way, at the end but of the, the job... There's nothing illegal about not having gotten the permit, right? Because no. th that's the just the prerequisite the to get the inspector to come out. Yeah, the inspector but saw the work. because you placed a phone call to the inspector, the inspector did come out, yep. and that's what allowed you to get your job done. And the, when he quoted to you 3200 and you said, I paid you 500 he then subtracted... He didn't write a $3,200 check, did he? 
No, it was. No, he wrote it for twenty-seven, $27 for whatever the, the amount minus a five hundred. Yeah. So you got the credit. For yeah, that. I don't double dip. It no, was, no, yeah. I, I got it. So, no, folks, this is America, and the way it works is, you know, offer and acceptance. Now it has to be reasonable. If the guy came with a fifteen thousand dollar bill, I'd tell him to go pound sand. But that's not what's occurring. He's giving you emergency rates. Emergency rates stink. But I'm not going to listen to you tell me, oh, but I could have gotten emergency rates here because you no. didn't, or here's this other emergency rate I could have gotten because you didn't, or here's this other emergency No, the only guy you could get there out of the 11 guys you called was that guy right there. And that's worth something because he was your savior that night. Therefore, my verdict is for the defendant. Well, that night when the gas was busted and you needed emergency fix, he was your savior. What, what is he now? Well, he's a plumber. That's what he does, yeah. you know? What's the problem with what he did? Well, again, the judge made the decision, but we thought charging the $500 for the permit and then never filing mm -hmm. for the permit was out of line. Okay, all right. All right, fellow Officer McIntosh. Thank you. All right, so I think charging a million dollars would be a little much. It would be, you know? but I didn't. I charged a fair price and then got fair work. Mm -hmm. You know when somebody is in a situation like that, well, an emergency, you, you charge emergency rates, yeah. right? Because they're desperate, right? And I could have charged, I, I know people that would have charged double for what I did. Mm -hmm. I thought I was fair. Mm -hmm. I charge accordingly to what other people charge in my state. And the judge saw that. Well, like uh, 3,200 bucks or whatever, 3,000 for, for you guys for the day. Yeah. All right, oh, kids. Yeah. If kids, if you're listening, go to plumbing school. <laughs> All right, okay, right, right down this way. Harvey. I gotta tell you, when you hire, by the way, and that's to say that all plumbers do not overcharge, it's not true, but what you should do is you should check uh, to make sure your plumber is licensed, number one, and then call the contractor's board and see if the plumber has any problems. And that will do it for this case of litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the plaintiff, Elizabeth Liebold. She says she lent her co-worker money because she trusted her. Also trusted she would pay it back, but hasn't. She foolishly lent her husband, the co-defendant, her Bible, and now she can't get them to pay her back in full or to give back the Bible. She's a good person who doesn't deserve to be treated like this and is suing for the $500 she's owed.
These are the defendants, Dwight and Elizabeth Bryant. Dwight says the plaintiff took them to court over a loan she made them. She won the case, they paid her back, and have no idea why she's still seeking money from them. She's also bitter about a Bible she gave them, which she's trying to get back. And if you ask him, she's losing her marbles a little. They're accused of not being very friendly. The defendants filed a countersuit for $420 for work done. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket. The plaintiff lent her co-worker money and got stiffed and says that her husband stiffed her over a Bible. Now, the defendants say the plaintiff is nuts. It's the case of do unto others as much as you possibly can. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. Okay, Ms. Liebold, you are suing Dwight and Elizabeth Bryant for $500. $300, you say they, they still owe you on a loan. And $200 for a leather-bound Bible that he refused to return. You're counterclaiming against her $420 for work that you did for her that you say she hasn't paid you for. Let me hear from you first, ma'am. How did you two know each other? Uh, I met uh, Elizabeth Bryant in, uh, when I was relicensed in real estate back in 2007. Were you real estate agents? Yes. Okay, both of you were? Yes. All right, so you met there, and were you friends? We eventually became friends. Okay. Yes. Now, at some point, she asked to borrow money from you. Yes. Okay. And how much was that? Uh, the first asking of her was for $1,600. Did she the, say what it was for? No, and did I didn't ask, ask what, her. Why not? No, I didn't ask her. She's what? my friend. I was trusting. Did you have her sign anything? No, no. Okay. I did ask for her to return the money in one month, and she says, can I have two months? And I agreed. Okay. okay. Did she return I, the money? No. And I then bought, she asked you for more money? Yes. And you told her to go pound sand, right? No. Okay. What'd you do? She, well, her daughter was in trouble. She had uh, criminal charges against her, and she asked to borrow $3,700. But she to, hadn't paid the other 1600 That's right. Right. So why did you loan it to her? Well, because I told her I needed it back in two months. She wanted so, yeah, two months. Yeah, but that didn't work. She didn't give you the other money back in two months. So you know she's not going to. So why would you loan well, her more? No, money? that was only two weeks later. She oh, asked two for weeks the, later? Yeah. Oh, that first 1600 came too easy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go, so go ahead. And uh, I told her I need it paid back in two months because I borrowed it from my home equity line, and I'm having to pay interest, interest on, on it. it. So to date, I have not been paid back. To date, you have not been paid back? No, she's not paid me back anything. There's a judgment already for that money, there isn't is there? There is. And you thousand. haven't paid a penny on it? Nothing. No, not right now. Why not? Uh, because you know I, she had to borrow against her equity line, which means that she's paying interest on it. And she never said it was a home equity loan. Uh, how long has it been? How long has it been now? Since, uh, since uh, um, January. Of since January. Year? This year. Okay. Of this year. So, but a judge ordered you to go ahead and pay it back, right? Yes, that case right, been so what heard have you done? already. You haven't even done anything yeah, she, about she, that. She's, she's, she's attempting to pay it back. We're just waiting on a settlement that we got for a house that my wife is in the process of. When is right. that coming through? That was he making a deal we could close I'm doing the deal now. Oh, that would be nice. Mm -hmm. Is this the daughter who got in trouble? Yes. Um, yes. What did you use the money for? She was, uh, she had uh, problems with our baby and um, she needed to get her baby back from the situation. So we had to get a lawyer and we asked Beth and she said yes. So what do you do for a living? I'm, I'm an independent, no, I'm handyman. 
Oh, so she had actually used you to do work. Oh, yes. Oh, she used us a lot. Oh, Right. Mm-hmm. That's okay. You don't have to elbow your wife. She, <laughs> <laughs> she, 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 she did. I mean, yeah, she, she used you a lot, but she paid you, right? No, she, not she, all the money. No, not, not all nope. the money. Okay, so what the is the, uh, your countersuit is what? Money that you think she didn't pay you enough of for these times? Yes. That, she that you feel year. like you should have charged more, so now you want no, to go back and no, charge more? No, no. It's, 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 she, she would always save for now. Okay, let's take them one by one. Mm-hmm. Snow removal, mm-hmm. $200. From mm-hmm. when? From when? From February. When? Well, that was in the month of February. And may I see any proof that she owes you $200 for snow removal from well, February? Well, I, I, she knows it. It was verbal. Oh, watch this. Okay, watch this. Do you owe him $200 from February? I paid him $100 March 30th for the snow removal. Oh, so he didn't do snow removal for you in February. He did it in March? That's correct. March 30th? Yep. Where do you guys live? In, in Ridge, yeah. yeah. We had so, five feet of snow there. Wow. All right, so you paid him the $100. And what, and you think she should have paid you 220 Is that the other 120 Yes, sir. Do you have any texts or emails or letters? I heard it all on my phone, but my phone is, I tried to find what I could. I can find out the pictures of the snow that. Okay, what really did you bring me for court for evidence to prove your counterclaim? Picture no. of snow. Yeah, picture. <laughs> I know it snowed. I mean, that's not the question. The question is, you did work, you got paid, and your premise is I didn't get paid enough. And you don't have a single piece of evidence that shows that you, at any point in time before she sued your wife for the money that your wife never repaid her, that you are finally saying anything about somebody owing you more money. It was a, a trust issue. It was like, I you didn't have to. Her. Why didn't you bring it up in the lawsuit? Oh, the other lawsuit? Mm-hmm. It was no reason. She we, didn't bring I, it up either. I admit, that's what we owe her. But she didn't bring up what? She didn't bring it up. And on Why would she slip? bring it up? She says you're making right. up now that she still owes money on it. On you have a lawsuit for two things. No One of them is the remaining $300 because you could only sue for $5,000. Exactly. Do you understand what a statutory maximum means? It means that you can only sue for that amount. So you can't come here and sue for more. She's mad. No, stop talking. Of course she's mad. If somebody came to me not once but twice, and I took my money to give to them, and they showed no effort to pay me back, I'd be mad too. Don't talk. I want you to listen to me. Do you understand what statutory maximum means? No. Okay, it means that's all you can sue for. It's either 5,000 or less in small claims, or more than 5,000 and you gotta go to the big courts. Okay? That's where you have to go if you want more. If not, then you are agreeing to only sue for 5,000. You can't then bring a second lawsuit to get 300 more that you didn't get in the first one, so that's out, okay? Um, what you should do mm. is make sure you get paid on that $5,000 lawsuit. It's in the hands of the sheriff in Suffolk Exactly. County. All right, but in any event, the second thing you're suing for is a leather-bound Bible. Tell me about that. Yes, I have tell, a photograph of Okay, that. and what is, tell me about how this Bible came to This Bible was given crazy? to me by my grandmother, my mother's mother, in 1960, prior to my wedding, and she wrote in it, Beth and husband. Through the years, I've logged in my three children, their baptisms, I have my grandchildren. Why does he have it? He was looking at it at my house one night. He was there with his two sons, and he asked if he could borrow it. Why would you let him borrow it if it's a family heirloom like you're describing? I wouldn't let anybody borrow that. Don't nod. I thought he was a friend. Okay. And I Did you borrow her him. Bible? 
It was she given. Gave me the she gave me. She gave it. it. She said, "You want she it? I don't it. read it." She you said, can have "I don't it. read it anyway. No. You can have it." That's what okay, she but said. let me ask you a question. Yeah. You know she's suing you now for the Bible. Uh huh. You know that you owe her five grand. You know you haven't paid a penny of it. Yes. Right. Why would you not bring the Bible to court here today and just return her Bible? Well, for one reason. Okay, she gave me the Bible. Another reason, we, we was in the process of moving, and I don't have no idea where the Bible is because uh, we, we've been moving, okay? When she gave me the Bible, she, we was moving at that specific time. So you haven't seen the Bible? You lost the Bible? Well, it's, it's, it's somewhere. You haven't unpacked it's it probably, yet. It's probably packed up somewhere. Do, but do I, you still have boxes that you haven't unpacked? Yes, I just, I just recently moved. Huh? Okay, when did she file the lawsuit about the Bible? Uh, just, Why, just, did just, you bring up the Bible in the last lawsuit? No. Why not if he stole, if he kept your Bible? I don't know. I just didn't do it. That's why I, you know, did, did a second lawsuit for the 300 and the Bible. When did you file the second lawsuit? Um, let's see. It's supposed to come Had up. you already received the judgment in the first one? Yes. When did you first hear about the Bible? Within the last, Probably, I say, yeah. within the last month or so, I say. With, okay. Uh -huh. And have you made any effort to look for I it? Looked, I looked because I was going to bring it. But, you know, it's just, I don't know, have no idea well, where it When do you plan on be. opening your boxes where you are? I wish some of them are open. You know, some of them are open. How about the ones that are closed? When do you plan on opening those? <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> the ones that are closed, it's, it's just like some of them is in the basement, some of them is in storage. Okay. Open up your boxes. Open up what? Yeah, open up your boxes. Open up your boxes and look for the Bible. I want you to do that. Are you a man of God? I'm a man of God. Okay. This is why I, she, I don't understand why she would lie. Listen, I don't care why she's right. doing it. It's just kind of bad juju for me to have litigation over a Bible. I, I, okay, let me. Let, I, I want I you to you? look. Okay, now, excuse me. I want me. you to listen to me. I, just I think I she gave you the Bible. Huh? I believe you. I think she gave you the Bible. She did? Huh? I, I believe you. I do. I think she gave you the Bible because I think that the Bible would have come up before now if it was some fairly family heirloom, and you looked at it and said, can I borrow your family heirloom? If in fact, this is something her mother gave her, and if in fact, you know, just on the off chance that anything that, that, that was said here about that, that she wants the Bible back, would you want to keep a Bible that someone was asking you? You understand what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying. It's just bad karma. Okay. So open up the, the darn boxes okay. and look for the Bible. I, I, no problem. I'm asking you to do that. I will As do a that. favor to me. Okay. I okay? Will. Did you ever see the Bible? Yes. Come on up. Just switch with mom. Switch with mom. So if you loan somebody a Bible and they refuse to turn it to, return it to you, is that bad karma? I think it might be a little bit bad karma. You believe in that? Is that bad karma? Yes. Because? Because if it's a person's property. It's not even so much that it's a person's property. It's a Bible. It's a Bible. It's bad karma. Super bad karma. Can I ask you something? Who do people say you look like? Tupac. Every day. I swear to God. I, was, I looked at you and I thought, oh my God, he's alive. Oh my God, you look so much like him. That's good. That's good. Going inside the courtroom. Where was the Bible that when you saw it? I seen it at home. It was on a Saturday when we do like um, Bible studies with the whole family on Saturday and my dad brought it to us and we've seen it. Where's the Bible been since then? Um, since the last time I seen it was in our other house. My parents would give her the Bible back. They just have to find it. They've been looking for Help it to get to it, her. will you? I will. All righty. Um, so your counterclaim for $420, my verdict is zero because you don't have any proof that she still owes you money on any of that stuff. And... On your lawsuit against them for 300 extra, I've already explained you can't do that. And on the Bible, um, 
I know that you feel that you were taken advantage of, and I feel that you were, I also feel you were taken advantage mm -hmm. of. But I, in order to order them to pay anything for that Bible, I have to be convinced mm -hmm. that it okay. was not something that you gave to him um, and that you're now angry and now want back, and I'm just not, I'm not convinced. Yes, sir. Why do you think we've taken advantage of her? I do, I'm gonna tell you why, because she loaned you $5,000, she loaned your wife $5,000, she didn't pay her. But that, yeah, not because like, she didn't want to pay her, is it because she didn't have the money? Then don't to pay. borrow. Well, it's, it's, she, she gave no, no, I, no, no, no. I don't know how to make myself any clearer. But take You're no, stop. You don't get the ten months of floating somebody five thousand dollars might make the person feel that there's no effort on the part of three able-bodied people to pay it back. I can because assume. I get it. We're done. Okay. We're done. But read a little more of that Bible. Well, you wrong with okay, <laughs> And so the plaintiff comes out here. She. Uh, Loses her lust, you come in here, no Bible, no money, no nothing, Not but yet. what are you thinking? Um, I'm gonna keep hopeful that these items will be returned to me. He did say on the other side, the defendant did say that he would look for the Bible in the boxes that haven't been opened yet, and if you found it, they would return it to you. Yeah. They did say that. Would that be good enough for you? I don't believe them. They lie. <laughs> they lie. Okay, uh, head, head around the corner here with Officer McIntosh, okay? All right, so come on in here and, um, Sir, tell me what, uh, right next to him, and what, 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 uh, what's going through your mind here now? I don't understand how the judge say somebody took advantage of, if you can't pay into, I mean, like. Um, well, turn the tables for a second. Put yourself in her shoes, you loaned out money. I've been that way before. Right, okay, and so you're expecting it taking back, you don't get somebody, it, how do you feel? Taking advantage of somebody is you planned, okay, this is what we gotta do. But well, how long should she wait before, how, what should she do? Well, you, you, well, she'll get her money. Okay, and the Bible? The Bible, she'll get the Bible too. Okay, over to Harvey. Okay, Kurt, you know, I gotta tell you something. I think it is insane for somebody to take out a home equity loan to loan money to somebody, a coworker or something like that. It's just putting too much on the line, um, especially, you know, if it's a casual acquaintance. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Elizabeth Clark. She says she was out buying diapers for her baby when the defendant, Isaiah, drove his car smack into hers, pulling out of a parking spot. He actually crunched her car in, leaving a lot of damage that he refuses to pay for. The guy was driving with no license. His mother stopped responding to her, and that's why she's here, suing for the $2,000 she's owed. These are the defendants, Veronica Jones and Isaiah Kearney. Veronica says her son Isaiah was pulling out of a spot when the plaintiff scraped her car along his. That's right, she caused the fender bender. She has to take responsibility for her actions, and she thinks the judge will agree after she hears her side of things. They're accused of driving a woman crazy. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiff says she was out buying diapers when the defendant crashed into her car, but the defendants say the plaintiff caused the crash. It's the case of I got hampered buying pampers. Thank you, Douglas. Elizabeth in. Clark, Hi. you are suing Veronica Jones and Isaiah Kearney for $2,000. The balance that you say is owed to you on uh, repairing a car, the damages that they did to your car. Tell me what happened. 
Um, on September 9th, 2014, myself and my mother were driving to a pharmacy to pick up diapers for my four-month-old son at the time. And what time of the night was this? Uh, this was early evening, approximately uh, 5 o'clock p.m. Okay. Why don't you come over here and show me on, on the map how it happened? Sure. Um, I'm going to use this car. This would be the defendant's car. This would be my car. Well, right here, because I was closer to making that turn. Put them where they need street. to go. Okay. What street were you on? What street was he on? I was on Rockaway Parkway. So put it on Rockaway Parkway, and I think you might want to go in this correct direction of traffic. You want to help her yeah. out there with the Yeah, yeah. I see. <laughs> because I see. you're Here all we go. over the parkway. All right. Here we go. I'm on Rockaway Parkway, and uh, the defendant was here on Skidmore uh, Park. Uh, I was making the turn here, had my indicators on at the green turn light, uh, and her son was at a park, and this was what happened here. As I was making this turn, he pulled out of his parking spot and crushed into the side of my car, attempting to make that right turn as well. There were no indications, he didn't wait, he didn't have the right to turn at that time. So this was his car again. Did you see again. him coming when he came at you? No, because he was parked along with a whole bunch of other parked cars. So I was making this turn. The green. That's how. That's how your car was positioned. On Rockaway, making this turn. Right. And when you got hit, how was your car positioned? It was already in a turn, in a semi-turn. Just like that, like yes. you're putting it. Yes. Okay. And he came out this way. So this is. That's what happened when he hit my car. How many lanes are on Rockaway? There are two. So there's a straight end turning lane, and then there's a just continually straight lane. Uh, and that's each way? Yes. So it's a four-lane highway? Yes. There's an a island in the middle um, for pedestrians. So can you see what you're doing there? Because you keep putting your car here. What is this here? Is this the median? Uh, so, yeah. OK. So, so you're here. Okay. He's here. This is parking. These are the two lanes that way? It can be. Right, that's lanes. where I got That way? That and too. where are you? Because so, then you're going again. Are all four lanes going okay. the same direction? Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. So I'm here. Here's his car parked. So why'd you put yourself way up here? Because I didn't pay attention to the rest of the diagram. Well, all right then. <laughs> now, okay, now tell me what happened. Now, so if this would be the pedestrian walk, this would be Rockway Parkway. He's parked here. Gotcha. Um, this is me making the turn. Indicators on. This is him, and he's okay, going now to it make makes the sense. Sense. Sorry. There we go. <laughs> okay, you can go ahead and go back. So, what happens when you two collide? What happens? Uh, I had to sit in my car for a second or two to just get my bearings because I couldn't believe that I got hit. Um, myself and my mom got out of the car. Um, was anybody hurt? No one was injured. Okay, uh, and who was in the other car? Just. The young man. Okay, and what's your name? Isaiah. And you own the car? Yes. You're the mom? Yes. Okay, so <laughs> he comes out and he says what? He was in disbelief of what happened. He really didn't argue. He was very polite and um, understanding. And I asked him, you know, what happened? Why would you pull out? If I was making the turn, I had the right away. Um, he didn't really say much. He just called his mom. I called 911. What did he tell you, mom? Um, he told me just to come downstairs. He got into an accident. So you come downstairs. Yes. And how does he, t how did, uh, let me first hear from you. Come on over here and tell me how it happened. Show me on the cars. Go ahead. Well, it was like, 
it's it's a it's a three lane. It's is three one of the lanes, lanes parking? Um, yes. Okay, that's not a lane, but okay. So, if I was about like here. Were you parked? Yeah. Okay. And as she was coming, like, I looked in my mirror, my bomb blinkers was actually on. Okay. And as she turned, like, she was in my blind side when I looked in my rear view mirror, it was like nobody there. So I thought I had the way. Was she in your blind side when she was in front of your eyeballs? She's in your blind spot because she's in front of you. Is that what you're saying? She's like, like halfway on the, like halfway yeah, in front of so, me. Right. So before you keep driving, your head is supposed to go like this and look forward. <laughs> right? <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> As she turned, like I came out a little bit and then she just like scraped the side and then we just stopped and Okay. And then got out. All right. Um, how old are you? 20. 20. Is this your first accident? Yes. Okay. How long have you been driving? For since I was 18. And do you have a license? No. You don't have, you've never had a license? I have my permit. You have your permit? When did you get your permit? About a month ago. <laughs> when you have a permit, you're in what state? No. New York. When you have a permit, are you allowed to drive alone? In your first no. year? No. Mom, what's going on? Yeah, go ahead and go back. Mom, why is your son driving uh, unaccompanied on a permit after a month? So, defendant is supposed to have somebody in the car. That's his driver's license, and he didn't. Uh, is he automatically responsible for his crash? Yes, because he's not even legal to drive alone. That's a true statement. It is, but I mean, you don't know if he had an emergency and had to go. And well, he didn't. That, that wouldn't be an excuse, Tupac. Um, he's definitely in the wrong. <laughs> he's in the wrong. He's definitely in the wrong. The question is, is he responsible? Going inside the courtroom. He actually was not supposed to be driving. Okay, I just well, whose car was he in? My car. And how did he have the keys to your car to be driving a car he's not supposed to be driving? Because he was just going, I was running, I just came in from work, and we was going to FedEx to go get his book bag. So when I, we passed, when I was going upstairs, he was going downstairs, I gave him the car just to go, um, the keys to go sit in the car. And do what? to wait for me to come back downstairs so we could go to FedEx to get his book bag. Oh, no, you didn't. You were tired and you told him, go get your book bag. No, no. Well, then no. why was he pulling off without you if he But he was not him? supposed to be pulling off. But why did he then? Uh, you have to ask him that. I'm gonna. He was not supposed to. Why were you pulling off without <laughs> your mother? Just, I don't know, just being young, I was gonna like come into our parking lot. So I was just gonna make the right and then make a U-turn. Why did he have to call to you to come lot? on down? I just got up. It just literally happened. Okay. As soon as I got upstairs and hung my bag up, I was the phone rang. Just Do you have insurance? Instantly. Yes, I have insurance. So why didn't everybody just go through insurance out of curiosity? Because um, she was looking out for my son, and she said that she didn't want her premiums to go up as well. I didn't want mine to go why up. Why would your premiums go up? So we decided up? to. Your well, premiums aren't going to so, go up if it wasn't your fault. Well, I just got new insurance. So you were just worried that they um, was That wasn't my main um, priority. I told her that I didn't want him to get arrested because one of the cops said that he was going to go to jail. For driving without a license. For driving without a license. So she was looking out for your son and you would pay her how? Just how much of these damages have you paid for, either one of you? You as the owner of the car and you as the person who drives like well, garbage. We did pay how, did, where, how much of, this, of these damages that this lady has sustained have either of you paid? $400. $400. Is that accurate? That is and accurate. And you paid nothing else? No. <clears throat> okay. And let me see the damage to the car and let me see the estimates. And what's your defense? Well, I don't really have a defense. I knew I was in the wrong because I wasn't supposed to be driving. 
Well, you so. were in the wrong for more than that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there it is, right there. Picture says a thousand words. Ooh, scraped the whole side of her car. What's the damage there? Wow. All right, you got a lower estimate than this, though. Yes. You um, jacked it up once these people didn't pay anything. I went, you handed me an estimate for 3400 and your lawsuit was only for, for 2000 So what's going on? So that Did you was, have an estimate for, for 2400 I had an estimate for 2400 Okay, because um, she had already paid you four, and that's why you paid for two. Right. Um, and then after, I just felt like I was... Did being, you ever make a claim on their insurance? No, I didn't. Because you were afraid your insurance would go up? No, after that, I didn't. I didn't even take into consideration my okay. insurance. What I kind just, of car is this? Um, a BMW 330 uh, oh, XI. Okay. What's your defense? Okay, when I told her that I got into a situation, my car actually caught on fire and blew up. I was in the process of going to work at the time. It was a tragic situation. Well, what do you do? I was not well, able to go to work. How are you helping work. the cause? Are you working? I actually go to school. I'm a full-time student. Full-time student where? College? Yes. Okay, well, why can't you get a job on the rest of the time when you're um, not studying? I play football, so I have practice. Ah, uh, you play football? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I think you gotta get a weekend job. You gotta do something, <laughs> because you can't leave her holding the bag. I know. Okay, and I don't see you doing much. So, uh, based on what I have heard, I think her lawsuit for $2,000 is imminently reasonable, and but I'm going to- But if we agreed on 12 I don't care what you agreed on, you didn't do it! See, here's the thing, that's called a settlement offer. She agrees that she'll take less if you'll just pay. Then you don't pay, you don't get to say, but you're supposed to take less. You breach that by not paying. So now she has to sue you to get paid. Now all bets are off. You're lucky I don't say 3,400. Okay. Verdict for the Whatever. plaintiff, $2,000, which is Thank what you've you. asked for in the lawsuit. Right. Well, that verdict for the plaintiff sends the defendant out here into this hallway here. Step up, right? Come on, get in closer. You're in the spotlight, my man. Uh, what are you thinking here? Nothing much. What did you learn out of this whole fiasco? I knew I was wrong, so, you know, I'm not really going to try to defend any part of it, so. And uh, you put your mom through all this stuff. What, anything you want to say to her? Well, yeah, I do apologize that she have to pay this much, but. Uh, One final word for him? He'll be okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right, so step on in here. Um, you get what you sued for, and yeah. what's, you, what's your feeling on this outcome here? I'm glad the judge ruled in my favor. Um, sorry that I had to take them to court. I was hoping to settle this out of court, um, but I'm happy with the decision. You made a strong effort to do that and keep it out of court? Yes, and I did. I tried to avoid police, courts, uh, insurance, and uh, they didn't pay in the end, so okay. now they have to. All right, Harvey. Okay, you know, we've talked about this before. He is definitely in the wrong, this kid, for um, driving um, without somebody in the car with him. That is absolutely wrong, and it's even illegal. He's not allowed to do it. That does not automatically make him responsible for the crash. In order to be responsible, you have to prove negligence. Just because he was driving without somebody in the car doesn't automatically make him negligent. Could have been the other person's fault. You have to show that somebody did something. It's not that they drove without insurance or drove with a suspended license. They have to be negligent.